turned to Benny and Ray, coughing a little, and smiled her old lady smile. Benny watched Ray smile back, uncomfortably, and pull up his sagging jeans. Wait till I mention about the wallpaper, he told Ray under his breath. They gave a quick fist bump. Then Ray was out the door and Benny went over and sat next to his grandma, even though he hated watching news. That night, Benny couldn't sleep. He tossed and turned, thinking too hard. About the standardized test he'd have to take to get into a decent high school. About the Brooklyn Hoop Tournament he didn't sign up for this season. About Sylvia's friend Julie, who he still hadn't talked to, even though she was only three lockers down and occasionally shot him flirty looks. But mostly, Benny thought about his sick grandma, asleep in the next room. He imagined her chronic lung problem as a street gang of microscopic bugs that had crawled in through her ear one morning while she sat on the stoop sipping her sweet coffee. After a long march through his grandma's larynx and windpipe, the bugs had settled in her lungs, where they continually tagged her organ lining with miniature cans of spray paint, making it impossible for her to breathe regular. On cue, he heard his grandmother start coughing again in the next room. What would he do if something happened to his grandma? He couldn't even think about it without feeling a hole opening in his stomach. Benny sat up and rubbed his eyes and looked at the clock. Past midnight. He counted how many hours until he had to be up for school. Then he pulled off his blanket and went for his Game Boy. On his way to the closet, though, he found himself standing in front of the lopsided drawing Ray had taped above the fireplace. He grinned a little, thinking how people who were crappy at one thing, like Ray with school, were supposed to be decent as something else. For Ray, though, that something else definitely wasn't art. Man, Benny thought, was Ray good at anything? Girls, maybe. But it wasn't like you had to do anything to be good at girls, right? Some people just had it like that. Then. Benny did something out of character. He leaned toward the schizo drawing and thought, my wish is for earplugs I could wear at night so no microscopic bugs could sneak in with their spray paint cans. Just thinking it, though, didn't seem official enough. So Benny said it, too. I wish for earplugs I could sleep with. Got that, Mr. Santa Claus? Earplugs. He cracked up at himself and grabbed the Game Boy from the closet and played his outdated war game on mute. After two or three games, he paused it for a sec to rest his eyes, and fell asleep sitting up. Benny woke up the next morning with a stiff neck. He climbed out of bed bleary-eyed, and dragged himself to the bathroom to shower. As he walked back into his room, he spotted something odd, and stopped in his tracks. The cracked stool he kept stored in his closet was now shoved inside the fake fireplace, right beneath Ray's wish machine drawing. On top of the stool was a pair of headphones he'd never seen before. Benny picked up the phones and looked them over. Sony's that covered the entire ear. The initials JB etched into the right side. They weren't earplugs, but they were definitely in the same ballpark, which was really weird. He glanced at Ray's drawing, then back at the headphones. 
Then he spun around, expecting to see Ray at the door, laughing. But there was nobody. Benny dressed and got his book bag together and went into the living room, where his grandma was cackling at something on the Today Show. Hey, Grams, he said. Did Ray stop by when I was in the shower? She turned to him, frowning. You think I'd let that little hoodlum in here unsupervised? Was anybody here? Did Auntie Rosa bring groceries early? Nobody was here, Benny. She covered her mouth as she coughed. At least, nobody who still walks among us. The sicker his grandma became, the more she spoke about ghosts. Sometimes she even talked to Benny's grandpa in her room. With the door closed. Even though he'd been gone over 25 years. Just a week ago, he'd heard her sniffling through the door explaining to her dead husband that she'd lost the silver chain he'd given her on their last anniversary.